Round Guy Radio Sports is brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors and Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa. For all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto. Well, we are continuing our coverage of our Coach of the Year. We have worked our way up to 4 a, and we've got Coach Caleb Akey. Welcome to the program, Coach of uh, Burlington Greyhounds. Uh, as always, thanks for having me. I enjoy being here. Well, uh, you really had a great season this year. Uh, you got a win in the first round of the playoffs, uh, uh, but you, you really had an outstanding year, uh, and uh, Round Guy Radio has uh, chosen you uh, or or the your staff and your players uh, uh, to be a little recognized here. Uh, uh, on a fine season. Well, I appreciate that. It, it's quite the honor, and and um, to be able to be recognized like that's always appreciated. Well, uh, the, let's just just go over the season and and uh, uh, the reason that Round Guy Radio thought it was uh, appropriate to uh, shine the light on the Burlington Greyhounds. Well, you know, um, as we talked about multiple times, we we had a nice run to end the year last year that ended in the state tournament for the first time in, in 35 years. So um, that created a lot of excitement. Um, but with that excitement came a lot of unknown because we graduated a lot of seniors. Uh, we had one starter coming back and then one kid that um, played just minimal minutes for us last year. So really we didn't know uh, how the season was going to turn out. And um, next thing you know, by the time Christmas break comes, we're eight and one, and and uh, you know we're playing a pretty tough schedule and beat a lot of good teams. So um, that was pretty surprising. There, uh, we did come back to reality a little bit after Christmas break. Our schedule just kept getting more and more difficult, um, you know. But but we we ended up winning uh, sixteen games, counting that tournament game, which is um, you know the most most wins sorry, 15 games um, in the regular season. That's the most wins in a regular season since 2002 um, for our program. So um, it was it was quite the season. Uh, we had a big win that first round of the tournament, and, uh, you know, and, and we played a tough second-round opponent, and, and the final score was 14, but um, I assure you it was a lot closer than that, so I couldn't be more proud of our guys. Well, you've you just been riding this uh, – uh tidal wave of Burlington sports. Uh, well, there's been a resurgence and a rebirth, uh, and, uh, the community seems to be, uh, kind of, uh, coalescing around, uh, uh, the Greyhound sports, like maybe a little, little more than there's a little more attention over there. Uh, um, talk to me about establishing a program as a winner. Well, you know, first and foremost, I have had coaches, and that's why um, being named coach of the year is uh, uh, so gratifying for me. It's because it's an opportunity to 
to acknowledge them. So Jeff Woodside um, helping me on the varsity level specifically, and then Brian Bertelshoff at the JV level, and Pete Carlson at the the freshman level. You know that's where it that's where it's at. You know you got to have assistant coaches um, building relationships with kids um, and being able to hold a, a a head coach accountable. So they do a great job of that. And then as far as basketball goes, we're like you said, we're just reaping the benefits of a successful run by our whole school right now. Um, great administration, great teachers, and that trickles down to the kids. And, and when you mix that with good kids and solid athletes, good things are going to happen. Yeah. Uh, well, uh, let's talk about those athletes. You know, uh, I was told uh, – uh, in the last interview that uh, Marquise Lewis uh, uh, by Eric Crossan told me that he might be the, the led the, the state in, in 4A scoring per game. Yeah, he ended up being number two. Uh, he was second in scoring, I think third in rebounds. Um, uh, he might have led the state in steals. I mean, he just had some, some astronomical numbers. And, uh, you know, so that led to him being a unanimous first team all conference pick. Uh, he was the conference player of the year pick. And I uh, just found out today. Um, oh, sorry. He was also uh, on the all sub state team. And I found out today um, that he was third team all state for a which which is an honor. I'm kind of disappointed that it uh, disappointed that it uh, was third team. Um, but, you know, we'll take it. So uh, the kid deserves um all of all of that credit well you play uh, around a, a bunch of you know max wheaton's and uh, uh peyton hoops Higgins and you know the the you just you know all the teams around here whether they're 4a or 3a or or, or a west burlington team there uh uh there's some fantastic players uh even in 1a around here isn't there oh yeah it's, it's unbelievable and i'll tell you i've talked about this forever um, there's not a lot of respect for our area of the state. You know, um, they'll question our competition that we play. And, and um, you know, but then you look like you just said, Fairfield has an all-state kid. Mount Pleasant has an all-state kid. Uh, you know, we played West Burlington with uh, two of the best guards in the state. Um, you know, so all these teams in the area uh, are able to, to produce quality teams with quality players and, um it's about time we stop being overlooked. You know, we went to the state tournament last year. New London goes this year. Um, you know, it is what it is. Uh, we just want our kids to keep grinding, and, and um, we want our teams to do well. So, you know, those individual awards are nice, and, and they're deserved, and they should be recognized. But at the end of the day, you know, it's about your team and your school and your community, and, and things are going well for everybody around here right now. Yeah. And your players got some awards. Uh, uh... Uh, as you mentioned there, is there, was there any other awards or recognition that uh, has come around lately? Sure. Uh, J.J. Martin was second team all-conference. Um, and uh, Nehemiah Lewis was honorable mention all-conference. Uh, there's the Southeast Iowa All-Star Game coming up this weekend that uh, Keish and J.J. are going to be a part of. Um, Keish was also selected to the IBCA Pizza Ranch All-Star Game. Um, which I had the privilege to coach Amarion Davison last year. It's it's quite an honor and a, a great weekend for him. Um, and then we had some academic, you know, all conferences uh, uh, play.
players. Um, Marquise was a, an academic all-conference. Carson Ziegler, Christos Kinsavellos, um, and I'm sure there's a couple more, and, and I apologize for those, to those guys if I miss them. But, um, you know, our, our winter sports, county basketball and, and cheerleading, I think we had nine, you know, academic all-conference juniors and seniors. So um, uh, that's a great thing, too. And then the, the all-Hawkeye team will be coming out quick. I'd like to think that uh, uh, we got a couple guys that are able to make the first team there, and, and um, I'd like to think that Marquise would have a, a really good shot at being the player of the year for the Hawkeye area. So uh, a lot of good stuff. It's hard to deny. Uh, uh, um, but, uh, well, uh, yeah, I mean, you even have that Washington team there. They were – they could uh, uh, on any night light anybody's Christmas tree too. I mean, there's a uh, um, a lot of great teams around here, and uh, you had an outstanding season. Well, Coach, uh, 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 you mentioned some of the staff, but uh, who were some of the ends? Uh, uh, well, first let me ask you about Marquise Lewis a little bit before we move on to some other players, which we're just about to do. But uh, everybody notices his rebounds. Everybody notices his points. Everybody notices his steals. But one of the things that I notice is his ability to distribute the ball. And uh, he seems to have a, a great vision. And he seems to be able to to, to find his teammates' uh, positions to help them be successful. Uh, I think that might be the only uh, part of his game that might be a little underappreciated. Yeah, no doubt. And that's something that does get overlooked. Um, just because the way our team was structured – uh, mixed with his talent level, we relied on him to score a lot. So um, things like passing do get overlooked, but uh, he did in the year with the uh, or his final home game, he did have a triple double, and uh, one of those was ten assists, and um, I think he had five assists in the the second round game. So um, as the the end of year came around, he uh, he began distributing the ball uh, a little more often, and and uh, you know he he's got great vision on the floor and. Um, you know, actually, want to we won a game because of a pass, not a score for him. Uh, Muscatine, we got down big and made a big comeback, and um, his assist to his little brother was actually the uh, the uh, final basket of the game for us. So um, he he's definitely a good passer as well. You know, he scores a lot of points, but he never seems selfish. You know, uh, uh, and he does seem to almost take some pride in, in getting the other guys the ball. Uh, well, let's talk about the other guys that he gets the ball to. Uh, uh, who are some of Marquise's favorite targets to uh, uh, help help the, the Greyhounds uh, succeed? Well, his it, probably his favorite target happens to be his uh, his brother, who's a sophomore, Nehemiah. Um, you know, Nehemiah did a lot of post play for us, so he was always around the basket, and, and Keish did a nice job, you know, finding him and dumping it off to him. Um, and then J.J. Martin being a point guard, he, he's always finding the basketball. So um, there were some good assists to him as well. But but really there was no uh, uh, no specific guy, you know, just the, the best best position on the floor to pass it to, and he'd find them. And, and that's kind of what we tried to preach all year. And, and again, you know, having a player of, of Keisha's caliber uh, kind of gets – some of your players to stand back and watch when he gets the ball, you know, what's he going to do now? And, and towards the end of the year, we did a lot better job of figuring out that we all need to be involved. And, and uh, he made sure to try and make that happen. 
Well, uh, Scotty Melvin's always ranting and raving about that J.J. Martin he got. Uh, uh, what kind of player is he, and uh, why does he? Why does uh, Scotty Melvin think so much of him? Well, J.J.'s an outstanding player. You know, he is super quick, uh, quick hands, handles the ball uh, very well, and he can get to the rim uh, big time almost any time he wants. So, um, you know, uh, one of the biggest issues we had with J.J. is he – he'd get so aggressive that he'd get in some foul trouble. So I think he lost some minutes this year, um, you know, throughout the course of the year that probably impacted maybe some opportunities to build up a, a few of his stats here and there. But um, nonetheless, you know, he averaged about 13 points a game, uh, a couple steals a game, a few assists a game. I mean, he's he was what you want your point guard to be, and um, it's a pleasure being able to coach him. Well, uh uh, who are some of these uh, younger players that you got that we might see next year uh, in your next attempt at this award? Uh, yeah, Christos Cantavalos, um, Carson Ziegler, and Shea Stringer. Those three guys were, uh, uh, played most of our minutes, um, you know, uh, besides our seniors. And uh, we're excited that they're going to be coming back. Xavier uh, Baker was um, uh, down at and I talked about him a little bit. He's a football kid that just kind of getting back into basketball, and uh, he seems to really like it and, and is excited about putting work in to get better. Um, and then I moved up, you know, a couple kids uh, for the playoff run. Joey Jolin is a, a junior that, that we expect to come in and, and have an impact next year. And um, then we got some pressure, uh, freshmen, um, uh, Christos' little brother, Michael, uh, Keyshawn Wilden, um, you know, and some other kids that, that hopefully I'm not saying their name now and they can uh, have a big impact for us uh, later. Yeah, uh, uh, it's, the future looks bright. Now, who are some of the seniors you're losing? And uh, uh, I'm, I'm assuming uh, uh, Marquise for sure has got his college offer. Any other uh, kids getting any interest from college teams? Yeah, really, it's just been Keish and JJ. Keish has quite a few. Um, I just had a couple phone calls on him the other day and, and trying to get some information to him. So um, hopefully that, that takes place pretty quick. And um, I know Iowa Central's uh, really looking into JJ. You know, JJ's kind of sitting back deciding what he, he wants to do uh, with his basketball future. Um, we're losing Bryson Tate. Uh, not sure of his plans right now and uh mateo rascone he uh you know he he signed with western illinois to play golf so um we're losing those guys it's going to be tough to lose them um but i'm excited for them and and whatever they want to do in the future well uh um tell me uh someone uh we haven't talked about that helped make this season a success someone in the sidelines or or maybe a mom or something just somebody connected to the program, volunteered a lot of hours, and uh, uh, helped make this this whole thing work. Sure, there's there's a couple of them. Amanda Cantavalos kind of um, took on our team parent, and um, she's been fantastic. She's uh, gets all our food and stuff organized on our road games, and she's going to help me um, get the banquet set up here in in a couple weeks. And uh, it, it'd be really stressful if she wasn't helping out, and then. Uh, Mike Fuhrer, he's uh, he's our uh, de facto uh, assistant coach, and um, 
he just loves Greyhound sports. And, and he was actually the team manager back when uh, I played clear back in 1996. So uh, we reconnected and, and he's, he's still back. He loves basketball. He, um, he's part of the Midwest Magic a Special Olympics team that plays the, the police, uh, the Burlington Police Department every year. And he's got a, his games coming up um, at the end of March. And, and basketball season really gets him excited to, to get ready for that, uh, that game against the police officers. So it's been great to have, have Mike around. And, and then our, our uh, manager, KP, sorry, our trainer, KP, you know, he does a lot of work with our kids trying to keep them healthy and um you know you, you can't really do that without without guys like him so um again there's a lot of people uh i could go on forever but um you know for the sake of your question and, and time you know those three really had a big impact on our season well coach is there anyone else you want to mention before we uh wrap this up no that's that's about it you know again i i want to thank my guys you know, and the effort they put in. And of course my staff, um, who are dedicated and, and loyal guys, I appreciate. Um, and then the, the teachers and administration at the school, you know, they're, they're so supportive and, um, you know, basketball season comes around and, and my brain gets a little foggy, you know, and I, I know I slack off in certain areas of work and, and, uh, they, they pick me up and, and, and again, they're so supportive. So, um, again, those, those are the things that help build a program and, and, uh, you know, that's that's what we're appreciative of. Well, I tell you who's supportive, uh, the people in Burlington, uh, supportive of Round Guy Radio. Uh, I'm here to announce that uh, Round Guy Radio has been downloaded in the city of Burlington over 3,000 times. Uh, oh, just, that's amazing. That's it, amazing. Well, they love their sports. and and But you guys, are, you know, like I say, we're just riding the tide to the resurgence of what you're doing. And this is why we're recognizing you, uh, um, because people in the community, you know, it's the it's tied with four other uh, towns that are all at ten percent of the total audience, you know, and that's Minneapolis, Washington, and Wayland, you know. Uh, but you know that maybe they're a little starved for what uh, for news. So anytime we put anything out of there, it's very well received, and uh, this award is very well uh, deserved, and uh, uh, congratulations on uh, uh, winning an award I just made up, but uh, you, you, you will uh, surprisingly be getting a actual uh, certificate uh, printed on, on John Bain's home computer, so we're going, all, right. we're going all out for you. Uh, yeah, but, yeah. But uh, thanks so much. Thanks for being with us. Thanks for all the all the time you took to be on the on the the podcast. And please uh, thank all the the Round Guy Radio listeners there in Burlington, Iowa, and tell them, man, I love you guys. And then Burlington's always been one of my very favorite towns. I, I will do, and uh, I appreciate everybody that listens. And thank you for uh, taking the time to to recognize our program. All right, thanks for being with us. This episode of Round Guy Radio Sports has been brought to you by these great sponsors. Girling Repair of Winfield, Iowa. If your mower is dead, call Fred, your Husqvarna and Aaron's dealer. Wayland State Bank, over 90 years of being community-minded, just like you. Located in Wayland, Winfield, and Mount Pleasant. 
You need a reliable family car for you or your student. Buckwalder Motors in Wellman has your car. Hinshaw Trailer Sales in Richland, Iowa. For all of your stock, cargo, utility, flatbed, and horse trailer needs. Family owned for over 40 years. We repair what we sell and don't in our full-time repair shop. And McDonald Boneyard and Auto Recycling in Kyoto.